Alright, yes, of course, guys, there is only one name, and the name has the power to save, to heal, and also to deliver. Alright, yes, of course, guys, welcome to yet another amazing episode of Love Inspired Breakfast Show with Premira. Yes, of course, guys, it's cool of talk to Papi, but for today, I have something to say to you, and that's it. Welcome to the conversation. <laughs> yes, of course, guys, this is the conversation on Love Inspired Breakfast Show brought to you by uh primary and uh, yes of course school of thought week papi it's gonna be an amazing one you sit down get a lockdown because this is a great series and we are on it so shortly we'll start on the great series and we're gonna be having um papi on the show and we're going to be talking about grace the sin after salvation are you are you eager to know what it's about yes i know you are i'm also eager i've been eager about it for like a week all right so yes of course guys let's get on to the other side and join Papi. Stay with us. Guys, yes, yes, yes. I said when you come from the break, Papi would be here. Good morning, Papi, and welcome to the show. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Thank you for having me around. Yes, it's always a delight. All right, so I know you guys are wondering, is this real name, Papi? No, that's not his real name. So I'm going to give him a chance to introduce himself before we get to the talk this morning. Papi, please, let's meet you. Uh, my name is Shola Shumi James. And people call me Papi. That's that's who I am. And uh, what else do I have to say about myself? You, you guys have been hearing my voice almost every Friday, except for Fridays that Omota um, always has to dash her and give to us. <laughs> <laughs> so that is me. And yes, I'm a lover of God. I love God. Our talks are always in line with the scriptures. Hallelujah. So. I think that's that's all to know about me. All right, so I, I I'm actually shocked. There's a part of you said people call you Papi. Why do people call you Papi? Is Papi a kind of uh, let's say nickname or something, or you just um, maybe because of your fatherly yeah. nature? Hey, people call me Papi majorly because of my father fatherly nature. Yeah. Uh. So people tend to see me as uh, a father. Mm. Like a father figure, so because of that, they coined. There are times we're having a conversation, and then what I say, eh? They say, "Ah, oh, no, is 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 only a father that can talk like this." And then when I was in school, I became the brother's coordinator, so they started calling me Papi as mm. father of the fellowship. So that's how the name came and. Yeah, using Sticks. the name like that. <laughs> Alright, so yes, that's some beautiful thing. Alright, let's just go to the Grace series. Now, so when we brought the Grace series, Papi, you were like, okay, oh, okay, are you sure? And I was wondering, is this, there something else attached to the Grace thing? Alright, so I, I, I just want to ask, for you, what really is Grace? That's one. Secondly, uh, why is Grace often misunderstood or misused? Okay, hallelujah. Hmm. Now, grace is undeserved, unmerited favor. Mm-hmm. 
undeserved, unmerited favor from God. So it is the enablement from God to man. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. The enablement from God to man. So things that we cannot do, what we cannot do for ourselves, God steps in to do it. And God stepping in to do it for us is what we call grace. So it is the unmerited, undeserved, unqualified favor from the Lord. And now, people misunderstood it because they do not understand it. That people misuse it okay. because yeah. they do not understand it. The Bible says the 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 grace that bringeth salvation to all men. Uh, the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. So people misunderstood. Uh, people misuse grace or they use grace anyhow because they do not understand it. Hallelujah. So it's on merit. You don't qualify for it. You don't. You don't deserve it. But God gave it to you. All right. So now, uh, Papa, you just said grace is um, undeserved favor given by God to man. I, I'm I'm curious right now. So are you trying to say that it is possible for an unbeliever to actually enjoy grace? Yes. Let's look at Titus two verse eleven. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. Titus chapter 2 and verse 11. It says, I'm trying to open the scripture now. Okay. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. It says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. It did not say the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to believers, to Christians. Now, what makes you? Now, New Living Translation says, For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. Do you get what I'm trying to say? The grace that brought salvation, uh, it, it is to all people, to everyone. Now, your response to it determines how you enjoy it. So, both Christ did not die for Christians alone. He died both for believers and he died for everyone. So, the grace of God that bringeth salvation according to Titus 2 and verse 11 has appeared to all men. So, all men need to enjoy the grace. But your response to it determines how you will enjoy it. So both Christians and Muslims are a partaker of the grace of God. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, okay. So now we can actually we can actually say um, an unbeliever actually can remain an unbeliever and still enjoy God's grace without any form of restriction. No. No, this is it. It's just like if you want to enter. An institution, uh, there is an examination you must write. Do you get what I'm trying to say? There is an examination you must write. When you pass, you enter the institution. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. For you to see grace to become a Christian has appeared to all men. The grace for salvation has appeared to all men. 
that is the level is a level of grace now when you become a, a christian giving you when you have received the life of christ then you what on of grace another level of grace do you get what i'm trying to say yeah. but the first step the one that is available to everyone is the one that brings salvation do you get what i'm trying to say okay. that's why we said we are not saved by our works so that any man will not boast that's what the scripture says for we are saved by grace not by our works so that any man will not boast so you for you to assess god's kingdom is treasures the first grace you need to encounter with is the grace that bringeth salvation it appeared to all men according to titus chapter 2 verse 11 so the only thing that is accessible to a believer now for instance now if you are a student of an institution everything that is available for that institution you have access to it you have access to the internet the library the classrooms you have access to lecturers and lectures but students that just want to enter probably they just want to write their post hear me the only grace they have is just to write an examination when okay. they pass through that examination they become a member of that institution then everything that is available to enjoy in that institution becomes theirs hallelujah okay. so what brings a believer a non believer into the fold is the grace that appear to all men so all men can partake of that mm hallelujah Okay so um Galatians 5 verse 4 I don't know if you have actually encountered the scripture before uh it says you have been saved from Christ so who are seeking to be justified you who are seeking to be justified by law you have fallen from grace now papi from all that I've been said so far I agree with you that grace is not available for um unbelievers except you accept and believe that is when grace of salvation is being granted to you now is it possible for you that has been granted grace based on your belief to also fall from grace mind you now okay now the bible says whatsoever the lord doeth shall stand said, nothing can be had to it nothing can be removed from it he did this so that men will fear him that's number one. Okay. And number two, you must understand that whatsoever god does is eternal God do, does not do things that passes away with time. He does things that is eternal. So when you are saved, you are saved forever eternally. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is a foretaste, is a signature. It's just like a bride price that this lady, these people belong to me. So when it is time, I will pick them. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. So now what Paul was trying to say in that scripture is that you are falling from grace simply means that what you have received by grace you actually need grace to sustain it oh. you get okay. so when you start walking in law you are fallen from grace it does not mean god has you are lost do you get what i'm trying to say mm. you accepted christ by grace you have to continue to walk in it not by works okay because the bible says by the deeds of the law no man shall be justified i think about 2 weeks ago i finished studying leviticus and when i finished 
the only thing that came out of me was thank you jesus now the reason is this when i look at the laws in leviticus i discover that no man can be justified mm-hmm. one of them is that no mixed cropping like if you, if you are planting maize you should not plant banana in the same field as a matter of fact if you are wearing if you don't you, you a, the clothes you wear you don't need to wear different color it must be a single color if you wear different color you are you are defiled that's what the law of moses says so by those law if you now start if you start in grace and you want to keep the standard by law that is what paul is trying to say that you are falling from grace not that uh, you are being taken away from god you get what i'm saying stands forever the salvation uh, the the peace offering that jesus made for us was eternally he settled it once and for all do you get what i'm trying to say okay what i'm trying to say yes, so sir. but you can how do i want to put it now you can okay let's look at the example of peter peter, peter saw jesus walking on water and he said master if it is thou bid me to come and jesus said come and as long as peter was looking at jesus do you understand what i'm pressing yes, but the moment he paid consciousness to what he was doing he started falling so we can liken it that focusing on jesus was grace the moment you start focusing on your environment how to do things by yourself you want to achieve righteousness by yourself you want to please god by yourself then you are falling from grace Hallelujah. All right, so I guess I've gotten a clear understanding of grace in its own glory and all of that. So yes, there is this con- controversial thing that has been going on for quite some time now um, in, in the body of Christ generally. Now you hear people say, once you give your life to Christ and you commit any sin, you are no longer considered a sinner after salvation. Why? Because you're already under grace. How true is the statement? Considering... Now, Romans 6 verse 40, which says, For sin shall not be master over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Okay. Galatians 4 verse 1 to 2. I love this. Galatians 4 verse 1 to 2. It says, And here, as long as is a child, differeth not from a slave. Do you get yeah. Said, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth not from a servant, though he be lord of all. Now, a believer that sin is a child. First John, I think First John chapter two and verse one, or First John chapter two verse one or verse three, chapter three verse one. He said, "I write unto you, little children." that ye sin not. I write unto you, little children, not for matured. I write unto you, little children, that mm-hmm. ye sin not. Say, peradventure you sin. We have an advocate. Mm. Let me paint a picture for you. A child, a two-year, let's say a six-month-year-old child that is just crawling. You know, you, you can enter any kind of death. Do you understand what I'm trying yes, to say? Yes, yes, forget you, sir. The, the father... The father would bring the child and wash the child. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yes, sir. Then, as long as the child is put 
uh, dropped on the floor again, he started crawling again. Oh, true. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Why is that still happening? Because it's what a child. As long as he started growing, there are things that he does while he was a baby that he will not do again. So, a believer that sees is a child, that's number one. And number two is lack of identity. The Bible says, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So, there is an understanding that comes to you as a believer that you, you will not sin. Hmm. You hear what I'm trying to say? You are empowered. So, when you sin, does not mean God hates you. See, the sin that we take men to hellfire uh, is the sin of unbelief. People sure. will get to hellfire and discover that what brought them to hellfire is because they did not believe in Jesus. Because Jesus said emphatically, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So no one comment to the Father except. So when you do not believe in Jesus, you have no life. Uh, uh, papi, not papi, a moment. So you can actually make it to heaven. According to what you just said, you can actually make it to heaven by just knowing Jesus Christ. Not and forgetting the fact that even while you knew Jesus Christ, you still lived a life of hypocrisy. Now, you cannot truly know Jesus and not be changed. That's that's where people get it wrong. Hmm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You look at you cannot truly know Jesus and not be changed. And Romans 12, verse 1. He says, I beseech you by the mercies of the Lord that He present your bodies, you have a responsibility, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your first reasonable sacrifice unto the Lord. He now went on to verse 2 and said, And do not be conformed to this word. He said, But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that's what believers fail to do. You see, this body that we are in. Paul said he put it under subjection. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Before, yeah. when I gave my life to Christ early, about eight years ago, I used to be very angry. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I've gotten angry to the extent that I smashed someone's foot. I was a believer. But when I began to study the word of God, according to Romans 12, 2, it said, do not be conformed. I first encountered be angry and sin not from the scripture. I, I there are times I'll be angry, I'll make excuses. Maybe the Bible says you can be angry and sin not. But the day I saw from the scripture that anger lies in the bosom of a fool. Anytime I get angry, I say, Shola, so you are a fool. James, so you are a fool. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, that renewing of my mind makes me to be God-conscious. The Bible says to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So, as a believer, when you are bought, purchased, do you get what I'm trying to say? As a growing believer, you still make some mistakes. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You still lie, you still fornicate. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But as you grow in your knowledge and in your study of the, you will see that you are transformed. And I said lack of identity. When you know who you are in Christ, there are things you won't do. So, Believers that make excuses, they will get to heaven. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because Jesus is the way to heaven. That's that's the gospel truth. You will get to heaven. But you might get to heaven and discover that there is no reward for you. Because the demand to live a holy life is not meet. 
Do you understand what I'm trying to okay. say? But for you to get to heaven, you need Jesus. So the blood keeps washing us every day. Anytime we appear before God, He washes us. Just like the, the child uh, analogy I give. If the child goes on the floor again and roll, and roll on the floor or while crawling, get himself in, the father will beat him again. And like that, but as the child is growing, he becomes a master. He knows, ah, this place is dirty, I must not sit on it. Okay, this thing is dirty, I must not put it in my mouth. This thing is not good, I must not eat it. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Galatians 4, verse And here, as long as he's a child, differed not from a servant, not from a slave. So, a believer that sees sin is a child. So, you are still a slave to a sin because you are a child. So, when you grow, eh, when you grow, mm -hmm. you will understand that you can actually outgrow those sins. And the body we have is not the perfected body. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Whether, okay, consciously or unconsciously, there are things that we do that probably we lie. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Or probably we do not say the truth. Or sometimes we get angry. For instance, the Bible says, who so hated his brother is a murderer. Uh, as, as, as deep as that, and sometimes say, I hate this guy, I hate this guy. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It might not be that deep, but that's what the scripture says. Who so hated his brother is what? A murderer. And no murderer has eternal life. So you are commanded to love all. But there are times that you, you don't want to be, you don't want to uh, be at peace with someone or you are not uh, good with someone, you are not cool with someone and you use the word hate. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yes, so, yes. believers who sin, is either they don't know their identity or they are still a baby. Okay. All right. So, yes, of course, guys, because of our time for this week, we're going to be ending it here. But next week, we're still going to be on this conversation and it's still going on on. Now, we have a question for you guys out there. And the question is, is grace an excuse for sin? All right. Yes, of course, guys, it's still Love Inspired Breakfast Show. When we come back, we have Papi say his final words around of the show. Please stay with us. <laughs> Papi, <clears throat> now mm. it's time for your final words before we go today. Okay, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I I want to hear on the final note that what God has given to us is a privilege. Do you get is a privilege and you must walk in the consciousness of who you are. A king knows that a king you will not see him fight dirty like the popular saying they said no matter the economy of the jungle a lion will not eat grass it's not pride it's understanding of who they are so when you when you start working in the consciousness of who you are in christ then you will avoid sin and, and secondly also everything that triggers that sin you have to avoid it. You have to say, do not be conformed to this world. Say, but be it transformed by the renewing of your mind. You renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? By the word of God. You know that that worldly song you are listening to 
will make you fancy again. Why not stop listening to it? So I pray that the grace of God that has appeared to all men, you will richly enjoy it in the mighty name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Stay blessed and remain blessed till we meet again. Enjoy it. All right. Thank you so much, Poppy. Thank you so much for always coming out for us. Yeah. Yes, guys. It's the Grace Series. Grace Series. Yes, guys. Remember that we, the conversation is still on. It's Grace and Excuse for Sin. Let's know what you think. Uh, just send it to our DM at 0811231316. And for those that have so much to say, just send it directly to our email at loveinspire28 at gmail.com. And we'll be so delighted, so delighted to hear from you guys. All right. Until Friday. Remember, my name is Pramira. You could just follow us on Love Inspired underscore Primera for more information and details on that. Do have an amazing weekend. Primera loves you from the depth of our hearts.